for Midwest Guys presents... Star Trek Picard Review Everybody and welcome back to Four Midwest Guys presents Star Trek Picard review. Today we'll be uh, reviewing season one, episode four, Absolute Candor. Uh, with me here, as always, is to help me review this, Mister Brian Ankabar. What's up? What's up? What's going on, B? Not much, man. All right. So, um, decent episode. I like this one. Uh, yeah. Too bad. <clears throat> I still feel like we're kind of falling in the build up. The build up. Yeah. Um, but it was still it was still a good episode from start to finish. Just enough action, I thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's talk about the first scene. Um, so it's, uh, we start with another flashback, just like in episode three. This time it's the Romulan Starfleet resettlement hub planet of Vashti. Um, and it's 14 years ago from where we are currently in the Picard timeline. Mm -hmm. um, so this is right before right before the Mars attack. Mar right before the Mars attack. He's yep. kind of making a... Um, more of a hospitality visit than than a. Um, it's kind of a. I'm going to see my friends and then I'm going to go to the main hub or central city and yeah, welcome well, a new batch of refugees yeah. kind of thing. It's more <clears throat> of a holiday to him, really. Yeah, when when he when he made, when he was speaking about it, um, it, it sounded like he does this frequently because um, the the kid who we find out, Eleanor, um, yeah, he he asks how long are you going to stay this time because it seems like he does this very frequently. He'll stop by at this say hey, yeah, mm -hmm. everybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely got the same uh, same feeling. Um, Picard, at least at this point in time, is kind of seen as a savior. Like as soon as he beams in, people are just whoosh, asking him questions. What am I going to settle? You know, you going to help? What's what's happening? They're you know they're like begging around him almost. Well, well, like in, in I guess in their their mind, Picard is Starfleet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, he is the, he is, he's their point of contact. He's he's the one who knows everything. He's basically in control of this um, the um, the resettlement project um so in, in their mind i guess he's the the one who has all the answers so when as soon as he shows up everybody flocks and like oh hi how's it going hey, did you what are we doing this when are we doing that and he goes oh it's blah blah, blah. We'll, we're, we're still working on it and don't worry starfleet's gonna be yeah. here everything's gonna be fine yeah um yeah but he's very very open it's an open society everybody doesn't well seem... they even do they even do the open book yeah they're doing that you know and that's kind of more the the nun thing, but mm -hmm. but yeah, there's. Well, he does it down there at the. He does. You're right. He does so it down the cantina. Cantina, too. yeah. So they're. It's a very open society. Very nice. Very. You know. They're 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 scared. They're they're worried about what the future is, but they're hopeful. I guess is there's still hope. Well, what it reminds me of is like a. Um, like one of your one of your like more cleaner cleaner areas, um, like settlement wise, but just. 
it just seemed a little overpopulated. So like all of your um, like all all the the buildings were all clean and everything mm-hmm. else, and everything was up kept nice because it was new. It, but, you know, yeah. you know, and everything everything seemed, and there was birds chirping and everything else, and you know, and Picard's wearing all white. Yeah. Which I thought was really odd. I don't think I've ever seen him in all white. I don't think so either. But it definitely gives him like the good guy. <laughs> well, well, Saint even. I was waiting for him to. Go, well, I was waiting for him to say, "Welcome to Jurassic Park." <laughs> 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 it, was, it was pretty funny because I was like, "This is weird." <laughs> Start cue the music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was funny because like you could you could just tell like this town it was uh, <clears throat> it was like, you know your your ref- refugee place. Um, before it got overpopulated, to, yeah, to, you know, like you could tell it was overpopulated. Like there was a lot of people in the streets. Yeah, like it's, this but it was like recently over overpopulated. It was like the planet isn't really meant to be what they're using it for, right? Correct. Now. Yeah, it was just it's like an Ellis Island kind of. Yeah, you gotta hit, you hang out here for a little bit, and then we'll get you where you into the mainland or right. to other places. In this case, right. a jumping point to other planets. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, he has the help of the quant. Quat Malat. Yep. I've been trying. Quat Malat. Quat Malat, which is a Roman warrior knight nun. Romulan. Romulan. I said Roman, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Romulan warrior knight nuns. Uh, I laughed. Yeah, I did too. Um, but, you know, historically, I, I can maybe like a Joan of Arc kind of type, but it's an entire order. Um, as far as like a warrior, I can, I'm trying to think of like, you know, strong female warriors from. From history, our history, uh, to compare it with. Um, that's, you know... Amazon. Amazon Amazonian, maybe, kind yeah. of, but the very religious sect, though. That's why I use Joan of Arc. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's, like, it's like a female version of the um, the, the Knights of the Round Table, or a female, female version of the... Um, oh, what is it? The Knights. Well, you mean like the Illuminati or the... the, the um, the knights of uh, the the Holy Grail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was. That's right. Be close. Like yeah. a female version of that is what kind of like what I. Yeah. They have an interesting set of beliefs, though. They believe in absolute truth or candor. So there's no matter what you're feeling, you don't hold back anything. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling it, you say it. Yeah. And it's completely open. Yeah, because I mean that's if you think about it, that's how that's how resentment starts. Mm-hmm. Is I feel hurt, but I'm not going to tell you. Right. Or and then and then it starts changing, and then your attitude towards them changes, and they can sense it, and then they change. So if everything's out in the open all the time, then it's everything's out. It's literally everything's yeah. there. Yep. There's nothing to hide. Yep. Or to hide behind, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak. Which is the exact opposite of um, their enemy, which is the Tal Shiar. Right. right. Which is, which is like we found it later when they're talking about, and, and, he's, and she's like, "Are you a member of the Tal Shiar?" And he says, "No." And she goes, "But if you were a member of the Tal Shiar, would you tell me no?" Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're liars. Yeah, we're liars. liars. So, yeah, okay. Um, they also, but I also liked how they used the opportunity for for us fans to show because Picard in this is very open and very friendly, and especially towards Ellen Elnor, who we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, he he's very almost grandpa like. You kid. know what it's reminded me of when we're when we're watching. <laughs> I was like, I was watching. I was like, "Wow, X Men changed him, <laughs> Professor." X. Yeah, because you know, like what he is with the. Yeah. And I never, I never thought about it until this episode, with the way he is on Star Trek. You know, where he was always 
he was the no captain. Wesley, he's no the, Wesley. You know what I mean? Like it was always he's the father figure, he, yeah. the captain. Always, yes, the he was always he was always the like the, the general type dad. Mm-hmm. He was never the you know the consoling type. Yeah. Um, whereas an X Men. He was that nurturing figure with all the kids and everything kids, else, yeah. and bringing them in, trying to train them. And I was like, "What? Well, he really did play two opposite roles there." And, I, and it, it didn't dawn on me until I saw this scene. And they pointed out, and they pointed out that you know he doesn't like kids because they get in the way, get in the way of duty and pleasure. And but I thought you liked me, but I like you very much. And I'm like, oh, that was Xavier. That was Professor Xavier right there. That was you know, I was like, yeah. It was just funny. It was one of those moments like you're like... It's a great way to, to show respect <clears> to those <throat> fans going, Captain Carr would never act like that. You know, or yeah. you... Well, this is obviously inaccurate because, you know, but... Right, and it, because we... Nerd in us yeah, and, because we don't know where, where he went from after Nemesis right. to being the Admiral. Correct. Like, it's, it's that, that bridge gap there where he learned yeah. all that stuff. And he's, he's, he's opened up. He's, he's more... Well, he's softened in age. Let's face it, you know, and, and he's taken uh, the the kid uh, Elnor, Elnor, under his, I know I'm mispronouncing that um, under his under his wing essentially, and he you know and he's all about well he, he's basically placed this kid with these nuns because he can't find anywhere else to put the kid. At some point along the way, he became he was he became an orphan, and he was just it sounds like Picard put him with the nuns temporarily. Right. To, and, and, until a more until suitable, suitable place. place. <clears throat> and then in the meantime, he's teaching about uh, fencing. Yes. You, see, you can three see musketeers him, the, is, the fencing. And the, the yeah. book, The Three Musketeers, he brings him mm-hmm. to talk to him about. And he's always excited about the book. Yeah. And he's reading them, and he's reading them the book as he's talking. And it was, it was like... It felt like my grandpa telling me a yes. story before I go to bed or something. Yes. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Well, what's that? I'll, I'll show you tomorrow." But you know, yeah, and he goes right back. And he's really into the story. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he's 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 still Jean Luc Picard, but this is a completely different side. Yep. This is Grandpa Picard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> going on, um, but there's definitely a theme here about promises. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing, he's promising everybody on the planet that the. Federation is going to be there. We'll help you. It will happen. Please give it time. I promise, promise, promise. He comes to the house, and what does he say about the boy? It must be very lonely. I promise I'll find him a better place eventually once, you know, things settle down. Mm-hmm. So all these promises are out there, and they, they make a point <laughs> to put it out there. Yep. And we'll revisit that here in a little bit. Um, moving on to uh, Rios' ship. Um, so Dr. Girardi is rather bored with space yeah. <laughs> and enjoys um i guess um tormenting captain rio well yeah she's she's like that kid that like if she sees something she just pokes it and keeps poking it and poking it and poking it and poking yeah. it because he's been reading his book yeah um my, like my life's despair or something whatever it was it was like yeah. some kind of like down like real deep like depressing type book the existentialism yeah. uh, of, 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 of my own living with knowing my own death, death or, or watching someone else death, something like that yeah which which goes which kind of actually goes back to our thought process we we're gonna we'll talk about it later but with the whole hologram stuff but right um and he says, sitting there, he's sitting there, and she goes, I, I grew up with a dad. I, I, grew, I grew up with a guy who um, who liked books. Paper and, books, well, yeah. And, and blah, 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 blah. And I understood him, too. And he closed the book and said, well, how did he deal with it? Well, he was my dad, and he had to deal with it. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about it for a brief second. I still think this thing, she could still be an android herself, just the way she's... Well, she did. She did. Yeah. With the way she presents herself, Self, yeah. Uh, some of the some of the questions that she says, um, she's either semi. She's either one of those like 
so smart she's stupid. Right, no common sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or so little experience in the real world. Yes. Yeah. Or or it's a um, or she could be an android. Yeah, I still think it's there. I still think there's a. I, I'll keep it about twenty percent right now. Well, you know, it's funny because you you mentioned that before. So with this episode in during her scenes, I kind of watched um, to see if like any tells any other was any tells yeah. like to see if like maybe she didn't blink the entire time when she was <laughs> going or anything like that no she blinks she blinks yeah, yeah. i mean I, I was i was actually looking for Before, it because yeah. I, was, I was trying to so i was like ooh, is there is there a tell yeah that we could you know we could break on four midwest guys like oh she didn't she didn't she didn't um she didn't blink the entire time or yeah but no there was um none of that right well you know what i'm thinking about the whole time i'm still obsessed with the five queens all the way back from the first episode I think there's still five female characters that are going to drive the story or a part of the story. Two, we already know about. The other three, we're not sure about yet. So I'm always looking for or it's five that'll still be alive. Like there was a sixth one and now they're down to five. You know, that kind of thing. Yep. That's So I'm always looking for, for that in the back of my head. That Kind of like you were looking for. That's, that's what's going through my head the whole time. Um, also in this scene, Raffi is not happy about her stopover in Vashti, um, confronts Rios about it. I guess my question from that is, why is the rush to free cloud for her? Is it drug related? Um, well, that's what I, I you only, know. Only thing I think of is it's either drug related or it's personal. Like she knows somebody on free cloud or it's a former, um, shipmate of theirs. That's gonna be there on free cloud. I mean, there's you could tell there's a there's a there's a pool, yeah. Because I'm gonna guess when we found when, she, when when in the very beginning the first episode with her and she's going through the stuff and it says whatever found on free cloud. I'm not so sure she finds something else that looks appealing to her. Yes, yeah, at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Let's we'll see how that plays out. Um, so. Turns out on this ship, uh, Picard has his own hollow suite, and it looks just like his vineyard office. How convenient uh, for for uh, for set purposes for, for filming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's apparently a hollow suite program, which mm -hmm. is another form of Rios that came with the ship. That came with the ship. Um, how many hollow programs are there? For God's sakes, so we're up to three now. So we had the Scotty emergency navigation. We had the emergency doctor. Now we've got a. I will call it an emergency, but it's it, basically he's a hollow sweet program. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and they all look like Rios and they all have different personalities. Like obviously the hollow sweet program is designed to, are you, does this meet your, you know, are you like a hotel manager kind of, whereas the doctor was a doc, straight up doctor kind of in his face, like bones kind of was. And then mm -hmm. the navigation had a Scottish accent, which kind of like Scotty, you know, but they're all, they're all different so far. What's your take? Well, I, I, like we 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 talked about like our, our little theory about it because yeah. is Rios a hologram? A hologram, and he's he's the emergency navigation, like he's the emergency, emergency captain. captain of this ship, and you know because it's, it's just it's just, it's very very odd, and that would be why he doesn't like the other holograms. Yeah, because he's a hologram himself. himself. Yeah. And my get my here's my actual guess is is that the death that he saw of the captain was the captain was actually himself Rios 
The real captain. The real captain. Yeah. And that's why it's existential. Yeah. That's why he's reading about his existential of death and everything else. He saw my own death. Yep. Because he did see his own death, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they're all, everybody on that, you know, all all the Rioses are Are holograms. It's very possible. And I think that would be a hell of a little twist if that's, well, uh, let's throw that out there as an official Ford Midwest guy theory. There we go. So. Theory for the show. We'll stick to it, see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a strong one. Um, we get some more background information on the whole system. So this Vashti planet is also part of, I think it was the, the Kiro system, I think is yep. what they said. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's it's not what Picard left. It's now kind of run by thieves and warlords. And one in particular they call Kar Kantar. Yeah, th- yeah, they said it was a, there was a power vacuum that happened. Yeah. And Car Cantar came in with his original bird of prey. Yeah, that he that he that he procured somehow. Yeah, Romulan um, original like original Star Trek series bird of prey, like the one the first time we ever see the Romulans in one of those kind of ships. That's how old. It yeah, is. yeah, um, yeah. So um, where was I? I always lose my thought. There I am. <laughs> and apparently, this is this whole area was according to Picard was supposed to be governed or. The piece was supposed to be kept by something called the the uh, f- the Fenris Rangers, or, mm-hmm. or it's in their territory anyway. Right. Um, but apparently, they don't have enough resources to keep the peace anymore, which is part of the whole power vacuum thing, I guess. Right. Which which makes sense because they overpopulated this planet. Right. With Romulans, so where the where the Fenris probably could have had, you know, if, if they're in charge of this whole like quadrant or whatever. Yeah. Um. Maybe they only had. You know, ten per planet, or something, yeah. right? And it was it was enough to keep everybody in peace. Well, you just threw however many thousands of Romulans onto this one sh- one place, which have now multiplied over the last fourteen years on right, top of it, right? Yeah. And so now they don't they didn't have enough to to, to maintain to, to maintain all the, all the peace everywhere. Yeah, I'm actually kind of I would want the idea of a a, 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 a Texas Space Ranger. <laughs> In Star Trek, I kind of want to see that, so I'm hoping yeah. they run into him at some point. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, to see, uh, like, especially if they make him like a, a Wyatt Earp kind of character, or something. Mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be fucking badass in Star Trek. That'd be badass in Star Wars. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, also we find out that uh, Vashti is also a hotbed for what they're calling the Romulan Rebirth Movement, uh, which. The only thing I can come up with, Brian, is I'm assuming that's putting the Empire back together, the Romulan Empire. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I assume. And we talked about it. We, like they showed the, um, the armbands. Yeah, they kind of look like. A, and it looks like it looks like a like a like a Empire slash Resistance or, or like a like a Romulan Third Reich. Third Reich. Yeah, that's kind of the feeling I got. And it was um, it was just, it was like a, oh okay, um, that's interesting because I guess maybe they feel that you know and we, we is that this next one yeah where we talk about you know. Um, how they felt like they were split apart, so they're trying to bring themselves back together. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's and it's one of those like Romulan first, you know what I mean? Like, so it kind of makes sense to a degree that they're trying to put themselves back like, together, yeah. so they're rebirthing the, the yeah. So it's a movement because we kind of watched we kind of watched that on Discovery with the Klingons, yeah, and their rebirth basically of the bringing the houses together, reuniting the race, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is much more like it's been. It has much more of a, a Nazi feel to it, though. Like they're yeah. being manipulated. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. Um, we also learn. The only other thing we learn really is about the uh, the, the the 
The Quat Milat is that they're really fierce warriors, mm-hmm. in addition to everything else we talked about, yep. which we get to see here in a minute. Um, and Picard, um, Picard goes to to Vashti. Um, he wants to go to Vashti. I mean, Vashti. Vashti. I would say Vashti. Uh, Vashti, because he's not. He may not be away. Might may not be by this way again. So he's he's very cognizant of his age and his mortality. Yeah, and his guilt. Yeah, whether 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 it's his age, age death wise, or this mission death wise, mm-hmm. or well, like you said, his guilt. Yeah, those are three things. Really, he's like, I, I have to stop. Yeah, I, this is my my last chance. Yep, mm-hmm. I have to see and, what's happened. And, and in, his, in his mind, this is still that place where he was respected, where it was a peaceful planet, where it was, you know, there was there was no outrage, there was no. Yeah, this was his his good work, his mm-hmm. good deed, yeah, his uh-huh. humanitarian mission that yep. he had set up. Yep. Oh, and we'll find out more here when we get to it. Yep. Um, so let's switch back to the board cube, and we're in Soji's quarters, and um, she's watching an interview of Ramda. That's our XB or ex Borg Romulan. This, uh, but it's before before she became part of the board. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like a, uh, it's a yeah, talk show. Talk she, show. She calls a talk show called. Rar Mahar. <laughs> I was like, I didn't catch that part. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, when they were when they were talking, he was he was he was like he was like you were, you, saw, you saw interview blah blah blah. She's like, yes, it was on a talk show called Rar Mahar. I'm like, okay, like they okay they went. We're really getting deep now. <laughs> like Romulans had talk shows now. <laughs> That's apparently the Oprah or Donahue yeah. of the yeah. Romulan Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she talks about something that uh, a, like a, a date in their mythology, which we. It's called uh, Gamadon, which I would compare to our Armageddon, Armageddon Day, mm-hmm. which is the day of annihilation of all life, not just in Romula, but everywhere. Um, they, she further explains it's the demons that are shackled in chain will break them, and they'll answer the call of the Destroyer. Um, so we get a little bit more mythology kind of starting to build, and because obviously last episode she called her. Soji the Destroyer. Right. When, and since we know that Soji is a synthetic. Yeah. You know, it, are, are the, the demons. That are Bond and Chain. Bond and Chain. Is, is that what we see in the trailer? Mm-hmm. The All the all the synthetics that were put away. Probably. You know, is is that what it is? Or maybe or one of the other things was, is that the, the Borg? Or a combination. Or is it a combination? Because or, they're all related for somehow. We don't know yet. How. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just. We, we, we can see where we're going. We just can't actually see the pieces put together. Yeah, the only thing I, I, I get a really vague picture of so far by taking all this information up to this point is I can see Soji, if you believe their story anyway, Soji leading an army of synths with Borg technology to assimilate humans into turning them into robots for them. That that whole kind of well, well, twist and turn what if what if what if it's two what if it's twofold what if I mean what if it's not twofold what if it, what if there's you know there's a couple other ways that could go like so there's that mm-hmm. there could be or it could be that um, the Romulans the end of all life blah 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 they misinterpreted that and and she's and it just means the end of all Romulan life yeah not all life just the Romulans. Romulans. What if the Romulans are actually right? The ones that created the Borg. What created the Borg? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what if the current Romulans 
are actually synthetics. <laughs> that would be wild. I mean, that was that was one that was one theory I saw on Facebook on, on one of the Facebook groups. I was like, how I mean, would they not have caught that by now, though? I mean, I, I was, I, that's what I said. I was like, I mean, I guess that could be, you know, but I don't think so. Maybe one particular species, like the northerner or something. something yeah, like I, I, I yeah, I just I don't I don't see. I don't see that happening. Like I don't see them being synthetics, but yep. I still want to stick with my thing of the the old an ancestor, like the the original Borg are were created by the created by the Romulans. Romulans and got out of control. And they shipped them off, and they ship, and, that, and that's why they're so anti synth. Yep, yeah. it's very possible. I like it. I still like that theory. I love that theory. That's another official four Midwest guy theory. There yep. you go. Um, in fact, that's our first one. Um, so, uh, they finally get to actual Vashti in, in normal time, and, um, it's, um, it has a, they've installed some sort of second-hand planetary defense system with shields, weapons, and killer drones. <laughs> yeah, that rotate um, around the planet like a, like a, like a force field you know, that we've seen in Spaceballs. Yeah, uh, or, uh. Yeah, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Or I, I was thinking even the what was it the the Nova Corps when they put their sh uh -huh. ships yeah. together to create yeah. a, a force field. Um, yeah, so it's Which is Avengers. Yeah, it's outdated, but apparently it's still very effective. It's more effective than the Romulan bird of prey, which we'll get to later. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah it's very Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, <clears throat> at first, Picard is not even granted access to the planet. And he asked, "Did you contact Central Station?" Well, that's where we started. Um, oh yeah, did you tell? Did you, just contact Central Station? Tell him it's me. And that's where we started. He's like, "Oh, okay then." And he's like, "Suggestions? Well, you could bribe him. <laughs> you yeah, offer yeah. a cash a, gift. A cash gift is always nice." And he's like, "He huh. <laughs> leads you to believe that's the only way he gets to the planet, right?" Because the next scene is him beaming. Yeah, down him beaming down to the planet. Which I, I pointed out to you. I said, "Did you notice?" Um, there. His, yeah, his 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 attire. They changed uh, fourteen years. So when he first showed up on the planet, all in white, as we would call it, Saint Picard. Right. Um, this time he shows up. It's all black. Mm. You know, and they can't. They they, they they don't like him. Picard the black. Picard and, the gray. <laughs> right. And then and then the other thing that we we ran into is when I what I was saying about the the build the buildings are all not kept up. No. Like things are falling apart, yep. the the vines have grown over the over certain aspects of things. There's not as many birds flying through. Mm. You see you see more bugs flying than you do birds now. Yeah. I mean it was it's it's really it's yeah it's run down. It's it's it looks like it's it's, it's a it's a uh, place where thieves and and smugglers and you, you what, know all, all would kind of hang out. What um, it reminds me of is is that um um. Like an old west town almost well it reminds me more so of like the inner city so like it used to be real nice place to live yeah and then people started moving out to the suburbs yeah and this is the rundown part of town where yeah where like where all your crime and everything happens uh, and every, crime. Yeah. yeah um and the, it, a lot has changed um you, the biggest change is he looks over at that cafe and now there's a sign there that says romulans only on it Right. Um, so basically, no Terrans. Yeah, no Terrans, no other kind of or life. Humans, sorry. Or humans, Terrans, or same. any other aliens. Just yeah. Romulan only, uh, which is a big difference from what we saw when he 
last time he was on there. Yeah, where everything was an open book. And hello. Hello. Hi. Yeah, and he's, he's even trying to initiate contact. Nobody's talking to him. Everybody's whispering around him. Yeah. Staring him down. He's very icy. I don't even think they realize it's Picard at first. I think just because he's an outsider at first. They're whispering. Oh, no, I think they... I think you think they picked him up right, oh, yeah, right Because you can, you can tell that... Because as soon as they, they show that, and they show that icy response, then they show her, uh, Raffi, on the ship saying... Um, all their personal communication, he's blowing up, and it's not good. These aren't love letters. Hmm. We need to get him out of there. Yeah. And then the next scene is him up on the in in the nun place. Yeah, in the house. And he's saying, "No, I'm staying. I'm going to talk to blah blah blah. I'm safe here." Blah, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, so let's talk about the uh, the Quatmalat house. Um, basically, he shows up, and the first thing he says to Zany, who's the the head nun, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, does uh doesn't have the right but he he needs her help one more time yeah you know and oh, oh before that he, he says that he, he she says picard you've gotten old oh yeah and he says you yeah. haven't she goes this now picard this is the house, this is house of truths <laughs> i mean he kind of laughs and that's when he that then he said he says i don't have the right, right. to but i need your help mm -hmm. and then eleanor walks in but he's not a kid anymore he's a full-grown um, elf right out of Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the hairstyle to the ears, the only difference is he's wearing a black garb. Um, and you know what I think it is is that, um, Romulans the men cut their hair at a certain length, yeah, but the women don't. Yeah, we're used to seeing Romulans with that bowl cut, right? You know, but, the, but the women's well, the women don't, the women wear their hair longer, and he's been living with a house of nuns, so that's why he wears his hair longer. longer. Could be. It looks, but it definitely 100 percent looks like, like Lord, of, Lord, of, the Lord of the Rings. Yep, it's cool. I don't get me wrong. I like, I like the idea of a Romulan Lord of the Ring elf. Like like like, like, like waiting for him to get his bow and arrow. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him. That's the only thing he was missing. Yeah, this one just happens to be a samurai. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it was it was cool looking. Um, so we switch scenes to uh, uh, Soji visiting uh, Ramda, um, and Narek is there, uh, creepy Narek. Um, and the thing that I took away from this episode is a few key lines that Soji said. It's like she looked at me and I felt seen. Mm -hmm. And then she also said, I, I feel very drawn to her. Yeah, I felt connected. Yeah, which is interesting. And it's like part of her programming was somewhat activated. And I we'd had that whole puppy scene. It was like a resetter. You know what I mean? That From the last episode. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a... Um, like, she, she she's reading this stuff... And she's analyzing the data without realizing she's analyzing the data. Yeah. Because, like, she even brings up certain things where he, last episode, yeah. he was like, how do you know how that? The hell did I oh, that? well, I must have read it somewhere because I read blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like... Okay. Yeah. Like, well, I, okay. Well, I didn't even know that. And you know what I mean? It's like... So she's she's gathering data without actually yeah. realizing it. Exactly. And then Narek does the whole, well, I see you. Oh. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> and then, in other words, he's saying, "I know you. I know who you are." Yeah. Um, and then they go on their board date. Yay! <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know what they're. I I still don't understand this whole thing. Like, oh, you know, I, you know, um, it's a, it's a. It's know, an information. Well, 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 no, it was. And he, she, he's, he's like, and you're a paradigm. And he's like, well, I can blah, 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 blah. How's your paradigm now? And she's like, paradynamic or whatever. And he's like, 
I know. I'm like cheese. I'm like this is awful. And then he's 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 like he's like, come on, I'll show you this board ritual. And she's like, I didn't think the board had. That's what everyone thinks. And it's like, yeah, it's an ice skating rink where the air returns. And then she yeah. doesn't know how to run. Did you realize that? Like you're watching. Like no, not really. When, when when he runs, he he takes like three steps. And he goes, and does this like gay like ah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then when she goes, she's. She, you can almost tell that she's a synthetic when she runs. Like it was, it was very like <laughs> robotic. Yes, I mean I you have to go back and look at it. Not very you, graceful, but huh? you can you can definitely tell that it's like a. I guess I was too busy trying to figure out what the hell the scene was all about. <laughs> instead I know. Of what the? I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> the only thing I got out of it is it is a date with a the sub. They're just trying to get information out of each other the whole time. Yeah, um, a, a back and forth. Yeah, like she wants to know why. Why are you watching me? You know, you get to go wherever the hell you want. You don't have a uniform. You don't have a badge. Yeah, you know. And then she's like, I want information on Rama's ship that's classified. Well. I might know. Where yeah, that's. can you get that? Well, I might know somebody. Yeah, and, yeah. This is where the whole Tal Shiar line comes in too. You know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. The, the, are you Tal Shiar? No. Uh, if you were, would you tell me no? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, and then it, 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 he's he's probing her at the same time. You know, he's like, well, how did you, uh, your Romulan's very good. Where did you learn? And how did you get here to the, wherever you were? And well, I was on the Ellison and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, my professor at U in yeah, Seattle yeah. taught me, taught me the, um, the, the Romulan. Yeah. Taught me the, the taught, taught me the Romulan. And, um, yeah, but yeah, he was so, um, and he's like, "Oh, well, how'd you get here? Well, I got, I, I you know, I, 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 oh yeah, then he, re, he starts revealing her history to her, and she's, he's like, yeah, you were on the Ellis at such and such a date, and that's how you got to the Beta Quadrant, and blah blah blah." And she's like, "Oh, you have been watching me." He's like, "Yeah, but not how you think." Yeah, and he's like, and "Then that's when he does the, they do the whole kiss thing, and goes, well, there's no, why is there no record of you ever being on actually on the Ellis?'" Well, yeah, because you know? yeah, well, he says, he says, yes, he says. Um, um, opposite of what Romulans do, there's a record of every Terran that's ever on a ship. Why are you not on that? Yeah, but you're no. not listed. Mm -hmm. she get, she's, and she's like, but I was there. You're calling me a liar. He's like, she's like, to hell with you. Yeah. He's like, to hell with me. What about the information you need from me? Right, that's the carrot to pull her back yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're doing this whole back and forth thing, even though they're revealing that they both want something from the other one, and they're then they don't trust each other, and yet they're they still like sleeping with each other, and <laughs> it's this very strange, uh, I don't know what to call it, um, maybe 007-ish, 007 super spy kind of, I don't know, what do you think, kind of feel to it, it has that whole 007 kind of, like, yeah, well, well, spy who loved me kind of. Well, you know, what, what's really weird is that, you know, he's talking to, when he talks to his sister. Yeah, that, that's weird too, yeah. Okay, when he talks to his sister. Um, you know, he, he says, I'm trying to find information, blah, blah, blah. Well, it almost makes me believe that his sister is the enforcer type. Yeah. Like, she is part of the secret military police. Mm -hmm. He's the relative of her, but he's more of the... Analyst type. He, yeah, he's more of the a analyst, the... the, the or the con The archaeologist. Okay. Now he's that. more of the archaeologist, and he wants to know stuff. Um, and he's, But he's still part of... The the the, the uh, Zadvaj or, yeah, or whatever yeah Zadvaj or whatever he's still part of that group mm -hmm. but he's more of the archaeologist type so he wants to know what happened he doesn't he's not 
out to destroy something. He just wants to know what happened. Right. And so that's why he's he's on these fact finding. You know, how did you know about this? Shit, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Let me help you find this shit. Maybe it's on this. You know. I don't know. It just it's weird. I get this that weird vibe from him. Like he's he's torn. Yeah. Between wanting to know the truth mm-hmm. and wanting to do what they, they're. And, they're asking and actually falling in love the whole time and that whole weird thing with a love with a robot um, <laughs> um so let's the next scene let's switch to the next scene real quick um so this is Picard pissing everybody off on on Vashti slash the recruitment of Elnor um so we still in the house of uh the the, the battle nuns <laughs> the Quat Malat um, Picard feels sorry for Eleanor. He's, he's he's basically, I guess, it's more regret. And he's 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 talking to Zany, and he, he's he's talking not, not just about Eleanor, but he's talking about the planet. What happened? There's so much this. There's so much crime. There's, you know, what yeah. what happened? You know, he's just basically, I, I regret everything. You know, he, he's he's almost like he's confessing to her, kind of like a download almost. Yeah, well, it kind of it felt like it kind of felt that way, but it almost it also felt like he was doing he was doing the um, like blaming a little bit, almost blaming her, like like what happened here? All the degradation and the crime and the yeah. you know, and, and she's like, how did it all fall apart? Like, so fast, yeah, it's right? like she's like you know, it's like wait. You were the one that promised that we, this was this was not a permanent solution. Yeah, you know. So it, you chose to save no one. He's, yeah, that's kind yeah, of yeah. And you, if you couldn't, back. yeah, if you couldn't save one, you were going to save no one. Yeah, which is <laughs> punch to the gut, really. And, and really, Picard gets a lot. Of, just takes it. I mean, really, just takes it on. The, I mean, even though the whole thing is not his fault, he's he's definitely taking the brunt of it. Um, and then, uh, but then she goes on to say, "Well, you could, you could also rescue, you know, Elnor. He, you know, you could, you know, basically." She goes on and on like he's been trained. He finishes training in spring. He can't be one of us because he's a man. This is, a, you know, woman's only. But he could, you know, go with you, essentially. Correct. Correct. Yeah, he yeah. he he's, he'll never be a Quabmalot. Right. Because he's not a woman. Right. But. You know, she and she's like, and he's like, well, he could die. It's dangerous. He could die. And she's like, well, I'd rather see him live, even if he does die, or well, yeah, he's going to die eventually. At some yeah, point. he's going to die eventually, either of old age or whatever. Yeah, but I like to see him live his life. Yeah, no. Before that happens, give him purpose essentially. Yeah, because right. there, he can't go fight as a club a lot. He's trained as one, right? And he's finished all his training, but he can never go help anybody and do anything because under he's not, the title. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's not not a woman. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So Elnor listens to Picard's... Which goes back to your thing of, of a knight. Yes. Because women weren't knights right. it's back so, in the day. So like, the closest thing I got is Joan of Arc yeah. in our history. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, it's a revolt role reversal, yep. really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Elnor listens to Picard's story and then basically gets upset because, well, you left me as a boy and now you just want me because of my abilities. So basically, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you, you, know. you could tell, like... He, you could tell it was already it was already underneath his skin oh, yeah. before they even started talking about the story. Yeah, the plate throwing. Yeah, everything. you could you could tell that he was already angry because he was angry that Picard left him. Yeah, very much so. You, so and and but he hadn't he hadn't said anything, and she said she even said he's usually blah 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 except for these temper tantrums basically that you pull out of him. Yes, when you're around, right? And you could just tell that he was already angry, and so it got to a certain point in the storytelling, everything else that he was like. 
all right, since it's an open book place, yeah, here it is. You hurt me by not blah 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 blah, and now you only want me around because of my my, my abilities and whatever. And why should I even help you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I, I need blah blah blah. Well, that's why you need someone. Why do you want me? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it was it's like, all about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he basically walks out on him. Um, and then we switch to Picard going back out into the city and kind of doing a civil rights act. Um, basically takes that whole Romulan only sign, throws it on the ground, stomps on it, walks right over it, sits himself down in the, in the, the Romulan cafe. cafe. Yeah. He calls for the waiter. Yeah. And the waiter kind of walks he away. Him. The guy that was sitting at his table, he's going to sit down next to him, gets up. Yeah. Icy as all can be. Yeah. And then eventually we get this Romulan senator um, who I couldn't catch his name because it was just way too out there. Um, And he kind of, he just downloads on Picard. He's like, well, I was a senator and you did this great speech and I was in tears and it was, you gave, you had all these promises to save the Romulans and blah, blah, blah. And you, you know, and we all got on board the ship, this one particular class and we packed up five generations and we all moved just on your promise. And, and then, you know, you, you know, he blames him for giving up and breaking his promises. Yeah, and you abandoned us. Yeah, and you left us. And then he goes, he takes it a step further, and he blames him for almost like plotting to destroy the Romulans. By you, you broke us up. You made us weaker by splitting up. You didn't think about our ingenuity and how we could rebuild ourselves. And right, which, but that doesn't make which it, is bullshit. But you know. yeah, what well, doesn't make much sense to me is like, you know, do they not realize that their planet blew up? That's that. That's what they've forgotten. That's what I, I, I yeah. when, 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 he, when the whole argument was going on, he was like, and you moved us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but your planet blew up. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, what were you going to do? Yeah, were you going to die? <laughs> exactly. Like, so he saved you. You. What you. He couldn't save everybody, but he saved you. Yeah. Like, I, I, just, I, I was, it was one of those, I was like, but it's trying to figure it out. Like, this isn't making sense. It's, it's basically, it's where the society <laughs> broke down because they lost all hope. They were because they were left in limbo they wouldn't really get to go to their actual worlds that they were supposed to they're left on this kind of desert planet i guess and they have to there's a lot of uh, what happens there's a power vacuum crime moves in people you know probably mm-hmm. all this heinous stuff is heinous <laughs> i'm bill and ted all this bad stuff has happened and um you know <laughs> thanks man be excellent to each other yeah be uh, <laughs> We will review that movie, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it, all this is happening. They don't have anybody to blame, so they're blaming who's not present. They're blaming Picard. They're blaming the Federation. Well, they're blaming Picard because Picard, Picard was, was that, the, the that, symbol. That was their symbol of Starfleet. That was yeah. He was the he, one that presented everything. It was his plan. Yep. He had the answers. You know, it was him. He was the culmination of everything. But his backing left. Mm-hmm. And so he had no way of fulfilling but, everything, and it wasn't his fault, per se. But that's who they blame because that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly you know what I mean. Because it's easier to blame one person than it is right a bigger problem, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's kind of what's happened here. Um, and then the you know they they force him into a, a duel <laughs> with the senator. Picard throws down his sword, and then you know, and then Elnor finally shows up with the whole I'm pledging myself to Picard. Anybody who attacks him, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. And make your choice. Make your choice. And he, unfortunately, he makes, the Senator makes a move at Picard and he goes all like Jedi on it. <laughs> on two, he cuts one guy in the stomach and then cuts the Senator's head clean off. 
Um, so yeah, they are definitely fierce warriors. Yeah. I can see why they're feared and why you don't screw with them. Um, cause yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he just, just whoop. I mean, it kind of took me back. They took off his head. I was expecting maybe to get run through, but yeah, we're pushing him out of the way. Yeah. Like you see the green blood split out and just off the head goes and then the body goes. It's like, wow. Okay. I can see why they, you know, why this is on the streaming service now. <laughs> you yeah. can get away with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Picard stops him, and then Picard actually does kind of like a public apology in the middle of all of this after he's killed this guy. While everybody's still stunned, he, he just basically, I don't know, he takes, I guess you could say, I don't know if he... Did that happen before or after? After. Because he stops him. He stops him. He said, that's enough. And then he, oh, yeah, yeah. he goes into this whole spiel. And it's almost like he's... Because he feels for him, he feels for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was his promise. Yeah. And you know, he does feel bad that it happened. Right. Because he, and he, he even in his interview he did with that the TV show. Right. He even said, you know, it was almost down a criminal. Right. It wasn't and, just dishonorable. It was yeah. Criminal. Yeah. Right. And so, and he feels bad because he did think that he was be able to save everybody, and you know, all of his next generation stuff was able to, you know, help yeah. him. And and it is, it is, it was. It was it was a it was a decent speech. It was, and it, I don't know if it's going to do any good. Not at this point. But it kind of it kind of reminds me of a, um, and I I will do my best blah blah blah. But if you notice, we didn't say I promise. No, there were no promises this time. Yeah, because this was all about broken promises. Yes, and he goes and he goes and I I will try to make it better. Almost kind of like a. I broke. Well, he even uses the word break. I broke faith with you. Yes. You know? and, yeah, and and it was it was a. Like, but you, you know, to to me, it almost it gave me an effect of like, but you guys need to work on making this better. Kind of, yeah. Like I can't do it by myself, kind of thing. Right, I'm an old man. Yeah. Um, and then they they go to the ship. Yeah, they they finally they beam him out right because they're about to shoot him, start pr- pulling out blasters. Yeah, because yeah, he sees he says, well, your your blade's no match for, for a, blaster. a blaster. Yeah. And disruptor. Yeah. And when they get up there to the ship, Picard tells Eleanor. You don't fight unless I tell you to fight. There was no reason to kill him. Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. yeah he, he, that that's the captain yeah. coming back out of yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a reprimand essentially. It's like thanks, but in the future, don't fucking do, don't and, do and this. Then, this, and, this and, without my approval. And then he says, "Swear it." Yes. And then he does the whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I swear. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the next scene real quick, which is because we jumped ahead ahead just for a second with that whole, but it needed to be talked about with with Eleanor. Yep. But mm-hmm. the next scene is actually Narek and his. "Quote unquote sister, um, yeah. <laughs> dude. She's all over him and acts sexual with him. This is the second scene she's done it. Actually, even in the first episode, she flirted with it a little bit in the hologram. Um, just really weird, strange. Well, yeah, like he, like he, she, she's like in bed with him, and she's she, anatomically he, correct. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on here? Like, yeah. what, what are we watching? Yeah, it's like creepy. Okay, apparently incest is is big in the Tal Shiar or the Vat, whatever. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> um, sit and then the the sib sib massage. The sib, yeah. <laughs> so ask he does ask her for the for uh, what Soji's wanting though. He does ask her for Ramada Ram Ramda's ship assimilation information. Yeah. And then she counters back. Well, what have you done for me? And then she makes him, reminds him of who she, who is Soji really is to them. Uh, she is the enemy. She is the what? And he's choking, literally choking the life out of him. 
um, pretty much in his face and makes him say the Seb Cheneb, which is the destroyer. So that's their word for the destroyer. Yeah. Um, she's really driving the point home to him and she gives him a week to do it his way or so they're going to go back to her way, which is what they did on Earth. Yep. Uh, with uh, Dosh. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this whole crazy scene? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just, like I said, it was, it was, just felt off. Yeah. It felt like very awkward. It was like, what are we watching? Like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing this for? Like, Which, it shows you how creepy and, and evil this, this, whatever we're dealing with, the, the Zod Vashers. Well, well you know what? It, it kind of reminds me of like ancient Egypt, where like brothers and sisters in the, in the, in the royalty were, yeah. Or, same thing with like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where brothers and sisters were in and it was just like, this is really weird. Like, why are we bringing this into Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a strange element. I, I could have done without the whole brother sister sexual shit. Mm-hmm. She could have just been just as evil, just choking him, making him, right. reminding him that way. Right. Yeah, it brings a whole other level of creepiness. To like the, came up behind him while he was in the bathroom, like brushing his teeth. Something. Yeah. And put pin him against the door and said, "Who is she?" Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, instead of him waking up in bed and thinking it's her and is she anatomically correct I'm like what the fuck yeah I know right <laughs> just or if you're gonna do that don't make him her his sister that, yeah you know just make her some you know somebody else jealous lover would have been yes better. yeah it would have yeah. worked just fine um but yeah I don't know but she's definitely driving home the point that time is short and it is building the pressure on Eric to be to complete his plan to complete his manipulation much quicker than he's probably wanting Right, because like 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 we you know it's almost like he's an archaeologist and he's just he mm-hmm. he he he's under the you know you just peel back the layers yeah you know to, to reveal what's underneath kind of like they do with archaeology where they take off layers of dirt mm-hmm. to find the fossil and then they take toothbrushes to yeah to get down and, to the fine yeah and that's what he wants to do and she's more of a find what it is blast it get it away yeah you know what I mean like right. find out where the root is mm-hmm. cut it get it get it gone and that's the other thing we learned from this scene is she needs. Their their goal with her, we find out, is is to find out where she came from, so that they can go after wherever she came from, and if there's more of them, wipe them out. Right. This advanced because they, I get the impression that they think there's an advanced synth, um, culture or civilization out mm-hmm. there, even. and at least that's the, the like there's more. Well, there's because a bunch of them. well, because two of them appeared. Yeah. At the same time frame. And magically had backstories and everything else in the system, but they were like never. They were placed as spies yes. themselves. Yeah. Like they were just they were just in, inserted into society. And like and here and here's your backstory, and you'll believe it, and yeah. no one will know. And yeah, and your what's your plan? So what is their plan? We don't know yet. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's move to the final scene. Uh, the Rio ship is being attacked by not only the planetary defenses. Of uh, Vashti now, but uh, also that Romulan bird of prey has shown up, um, and they're being fired above by both. We get our fourth holographic program, a weapons officer who seems to be speaking French and has long hair and looks like maybe he's a drunk taken right out of like a drunken musketeer right out of the Three Musketeers book. Uh, well, yeah, that, that he was. That he was, was but, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, is it another side of? The captain's personality, or again, is the captain is the captain the, the, uh, the, the fifth the yeah uh, the the captain hologram for the ship yeah um, which I, I'm very strong I, I, I you know I think I'm gonna bump that up to a sixty percent I, I think the more 
we learn about in existential death and all that. And yeah, existential death. Well, it was really funny because when they when they first when Picard first met him, yeah, he was sitting in a different seat in the in the in the in that ship, reading the same book, and in this one, he was in a different seat reading that book. Yeah, when she came to the came to the the front, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. I, I I I'm I'm like I said I'm bumping it up to sixty percent. I think it's, that's becoming a high likelihood. Um, and then uh, it lo- they're losing the battle essentially because they're driving them towards the planet with the greater defenses. And suddenly a new ship comes out and helps them out and actually helps them dis- disable the uh, take off the one of the wings of the uh, of the, bird, the of bird of prey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the ship. Gets hit and it's about to crash. They beam her over and who is it? Well, yeah, it's a, they it's, they, they were regaining a hail. Yeah, from the it, captain of the other ship. And then saying my ship is falling. My ship. Is, they're saying the ship is falling because we don't hear anything. Yeah, my ship is falling apart. Beam me, beam me over now. And and they says beam over. Oh, I mean, yeah. In the in the hologram, I, that's why I think it's a hologram. It's, he's like, yeah. And he says he goes. They're arguing with each other though because the, the weapons officer's like no. And that, yeah, and yeah, but but the captain. No, what I'm saying is the captain agrees. Agrees with Picard and just says, you know, basically, okay, whatever you want to do. Well, the captain's taken back by her piloting skills too. Yeah. She's a, uh, it's a that's a terrible looking ship. Yeah, but she's yeah. a magnificent pilot. And, he, and, he, and Picard's like, right here, be be in them over right here. And then he gives the okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and sure enough, who is it? It is seven of nine has made her appearance. Picard, you owe me a ship and passes out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, you know, I knew she was going to show up probably at the end of this episode because I think preview wise or well, the preview for the next week for, she has a has her in a bunch, a bunch. So, but um, I'm, and I'm hoping that she's just in the rest of the season. I am too. I'm hoping it's not a one or two episode thing and she's done. I don't think so. I think because they got the Borg so heavily involved, and that's why I'm hoping she's going to introduce them to Hugh, and that's how they're going to make their connection on the Borg cube and stuff like that. That that's that's just a guess. So, I don't know. Um... Real quick, Brian, what do you think? Uh, that's that's uh, the end of the, the show, but let, before we leave, um, how, what do you think grade-wise? Um, grade-wise, um, we're staying pretty much on par. Yeah. Um, we haven't really, like, like you know, some of the shows we've watched before in the past, like Gotham, mm-hmm. where we would just do the giant roller coasters. Yeah. Week, week uh, in, week out. Uh, where, yeah. Uh, it's like, wow, this is a great episode this week. Can't wait for next week and next week. I'm really like, oh, this is awful. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and next week, oh, this is a great episode. Yeah, we did a pretty even keel. And yeah. we, we and we started out. It's a high keel. Too. Yeah, yeah. We, we started out. I said, I said, I don't want to start out too high because I'm afraid, you know, we'll get into that range where the week after next is going to be so great. Yeah. We won't have any ceiling left, right? Um, you know, I've I've stayed pretty steady, right about a seven. Okay. Um, and I, I would say this is right about the same, about a seven, seven and a half. We got a little bit more depth behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, the 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 possibility of him being a hologram all the way around the whole ship that helps. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, the 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 attire. Where he came in the beginning, he was in white and part of him was in black. Yeah. Um, the, the the use of the blade, where we see him training Eleanor and fencing techniques. Yeah, yeah with the stick. Yeah. And then to see him with the sword. With, with the sword at the end, that was pretty badass. Yeah. So I'll, I'll bump mine up from my usual seven. I'll bump it up to seven point five. I'll okay. bump it up a half. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really glad 
that this is one of the shows we decided we were gonna review from review. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, because I, I really like this. I mean, I I'm I'm almost liking this more so than I liked the Mandalorian. Really? Wow. Only only because uh, the next generation was more of my. I watched every episode of the Next Generation. That's fair. And uh, and I didn't really get into Star Wars until we started doing yeah. podcasting. Yeah. And, and, and well, not really that. I mean, I, I was into Star Wars, but I mean, like we went and saw the premiere. Um, but the first time I actually think I saw a Star Wars in the theater was when they when they re when they episode one. Yeah. And we went to the Showcase Cinemas, and we were all there with, night, yeah. with Megan and Stoltz and everybody, and mm-hmm. and we saw in the theater, and then you get. That was my first experience of seeing the whole crowd and everybody, you know, you know, when dressed the, up. When, you know, when, yeah. and when, and when the when the, the title thing came on, everybody was like, "Yeah!" And it was like, "It's like, wow, this is actually pretty cool." You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. the fir- that was like my first time actually like, yeah, getting into it. Um, but as opposed to Next Generation, Generation which you watch from, I would watch all the time. Like, and and that was one of those things. Like, I had a TV next to my bed, you know. Off, offshoot story. No, I, had a, I, I, had, you know, I had a TV next to my bed. It was one of those turn knobs. And, yeah, me too. You know, and, and, I, and I was sitting next to my bed, and and, it, and I was on the opposite side of the house of my parents. And at night, if I would wake up, yeah. I could turn it on and have the volume up just enough that I could hear it. Yeah. And late at night... TNG reruns. TNG reruns. <laughs> and I could just sit there and watch them yeah. on, on Channel 19. Just like sitting there like, oh, yeah. this is good. You know, this I like the show, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's why... Yeah. I find a connection more so to this, mm-hmm. more so than that because there's actually no offense to no offense to the Star Wars, but there's there's a story, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's more of a deeper, deeper story that you have to as a as a you know as a person kind of put together. There's it's, a lot more science than there's and, fantasy. Yeah, yeah, and it's not put out there right in front of you, and you're like, oh, I can see this and this and this. This is more of a a thought, like like you're like, ooh, I wonder if this is like this. Yeah. I know where you're going with yeah. okay. so it. Yeah. Okay. 7.5, sorry. 7.5, okay. Uh, no, uh, I'm going to go... I've been flirting between an 8 and an 8.5. I'm going to go 8.5 solid. Um, I want to go 9, but I'm going to hold back. Hold back the reins. Um, I love this episode. Uh, we pick up a new character. We pick up more information about Picard and what happened and the fallout from what happened with the whole Mars bombing and 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 how the whole mission fell apart and the repercussions and the prom. Really, this episode should be called Broken Promises because it's all about promises made and promises not kept. Well, that's what I was going to say. Was, yeah, yeah. Call it Promises Unkept. Yeah. It's, 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 Instead of, what was it called? Candor or something? Uh, absolute, absolute Candor. Absolute Candor, which it is. It's absolute yeah. truth, but uh, <laughs> or facing the truth even. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's to me it's, it's broken promises and, and what happens as a result of those massive mistakes and, and broken promises that happen and and how Picard's he's, he's getting beat up the whole time. I mean, he's taking it even though it's not fully his fault, but he is the face of Starfleet and he is the face of this rescue mission. So, you know, how do, what happens when a saint falls? Well, <laughs> this is what happens. You know, there's serious repercussions. Uh, so I love that. Uh, I love the idea of in introducing this whole new um, element to Star Trek as far as expanding the lore. We really expand the Star Trek lore with the, not only this series, but with this this individual character, this um, this whole non-female knight, knights of the round table kind of feel to it. Um, but this one is a guy. He's the outsider because he's a guy and he... He looks like he's from Lord of the Rings, but he's not. <laughs> but he's in the Star Trek world, and 
He's badass. He's got some Jedi skills. Sistrak um, Ninja. Yeah. It. it uh, so I'm very excited for that character. I. I just think it's a neat, neat idea uh, to throw into the Star Trek world, and we get more of his, get a little bit of his background story. And at the very end, we get Seven of Nine, which is a you know, um, right from Voyager and another classic Star Trek character. Uh, if I have to bet for the next episode, it'll probably be a little bit of background between how Picard and Seven and Nine met as they're going on to Free Cloud before they get to Free Cloud, and then we get to Free Cloud and more action happens. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how the theme, this is kind of how we're building each episode. We're, we're adding another layer. And yeah, well, I mean, in the, the, the trailer, they even showed us that, that when they get to Free Cloud, it, it's an ambush. Yeah. and it, it, like, like Well, even Picard said in this episode that he was, if uh, she's like, your mission is dire, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're you're gonna be are you being followed? He's like more anticipated. Yeah. So like somebody know they they know he's coming. Right. Exactly. And that's, it seems like that's this didn't be a be, uh, with the, the obstacle. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, yeah. So it's you know there's there's a lot to look forward to. I think uh, the series is is, is phenomenal. Um, I'm enjoying every second of it. And uh, much like the Mandalorian, much like um, a lot of the other series that are online that do it of the weekly uh including even discovery um which is not quite as good as picard but um but yeah it, it leaves you wanting more yeah right it is, it, is it already over damn okay yeah, um i mean even these these episodes are a little longer so they're they are a little bit longer but oh one last thing to throw in there for you yeah um in case you're wonder want to be part of the star trek um picard universe oh okay and, and be, you want to be part of that universe you know feel like you're part of that uh-huh when Elnor is when Elnor is a babe like he's a little, little kid yeah. and he's running through the market and he grabs that piece of fruit. Yeah. That's dragon fruit. It's called dragon fruit. They sell it at your local supermarket. Because oh, I've they... had it before. Because oh. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, ooh, dragon fruit. And so if you cut it open, yeah. um, on the inside it's white with black polka dots. Really? And you just scoop it out like with with a spoon and eat it. Nope. And it's really sweet. Really, it's pretty good. Never heard of it. Yeah. Huh. All right, there you go. Go find, go buy your dragon fruit and uh, feel feel connected. Uh, before we <laughs> go, where can you find Four Midwest guys? Here's our blind uh, blind page here. Cover uh, the whole screen here. Yeah. Uh, the best place to go is www.the4midwestguys.com. You'll find links to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our Podbean, to our iTunes. Uh, to uh, our Instagram, even um, so, and email, uh, which is all listed here, as you can see. If you do want to find us just on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the number four Midwest guys. You can find us on Twitter at the four Midwest guys. You can find me, myself, at bwilly1977. Brian, where can they find you? Uh, you can tweet me at angzone. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at the number four underscore Midwest underscore guys. And you can email us, uh, good old-fashioned email, at the number four midwestguys at gmail.com. As you can see, four Midwest guys is your keyword to look for. Uh, we've been expanding. We're now on TuneIn. I'm trying to get us on iHeartRadio. We're as, on there. Or we are on iHeartRadio. Are you sure about that? 100%. Okay. Uh, we are on everything. Hopefully. I checked. Hopefully. I've tried. We're, we're, on, we're on Spotify now. We're on TuneIn. We are on... I can't confirm Spotify or iHeart. I, 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 I can confirm. Okay, he's confirming. I'm confirming. Uh, so I've been expanding places to find us. Uh, you know, but the, really the one-stop shop is that uh, fourmidwestguys.com. That's my, my daughter didn't believe me. Oh, really? Because as, as I was like, I was like, uh, I was telling her, I said, uh, you know, I said, you know, you can pull us up on now on Spotify or iHeartRadio, and she's like, no, you can't. I said, look, look it up. 
and she, she, put it she pulled it up and she goes, "Who's B Willie?" Because that's what it's listed <laughs> as come, from me. Yeah, and I said, "I said the Willenbrink." She goes, "Oh, but yeah, we're right on there." Cool. All right, so there you go. I've been trying to get us out there on as many platforms as I can. If we're not on a platform that you use, let us know, and I will definitely go out of my way to make sure we're on there. But I think I've hit all the major ones now. Um, that just gives you the audio. If you want the video, you want to go to our YouTube channel, which is also on. Uh, links on is on the, uh, the website. Mm -hmm. uh, all of our, our uh, podcasts are listed uh, in chronological order, uh, with the newest at the top working its way down on the website. There are categories for each individual show. If you just want to watch individual shows, you click that link at the top. Boom. Yeah, if you're just starting out and you're just yeah. watching Picard, the first one. Yeah. You can always you can always go back and watch our review of the first episode. Um, and Picard is in video and audio format. We're working on reinstituting re all of our audio onlys as well. So this this episode as well will be in video, which you see now. And for those of you who can't, uh, there will be the audio only as well. Mm -hmm. So if you are in the car, you like to mow the grass, you cleaning the house, working out at the gym, this is a great podcast to listen to. So make sure you do so. All right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, B. Willie saying live long and prosper. It's a great book. There you go. We'll catch you next time.